0: I'm not saying we're better than everybody, but we know what's right and what's wrong. We have a podcast. From this point on, everything is candid. Everything we say, you believe. Every single week. Don't question us.
1: Ooh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. This is a podcast that's normally about brotherhood and the three S's, but this is our first week of our... Minisode. Minisode. So, this is where we're going to normally uh, take a deep dive into some topics or some
0: people. And uh, we will be having more and more guests coming along, guys, so stay excited. But for this week, we have one of our favorite guests in the whole world. Who's not a part of this podcast. Who's apparently not a part of this podcast.
1: So we thought he'd be a great guest to have on, especially as we figure out how this is going to go. So and we can always learn more about people, you know? Absolutely. We can't take and, that for granted. And while we may know a lot about this individual, I don't really know how much our audience that
0: doesn't know him personally actually knows. Yeah. Yeah. He's the man behind the scenes. The man the man draped in black. The you Batman. Know, the, the man he, he might be a myth to some. Maybe a legend to others. But not to us. But to us, he's... Our producer, David. David Rodriguez. What's up, Cheese?
2: What's up? What's going it's on, good Cheese to be man. here. Good to see you, baby. I like the new digs.
0: Thanks, man. D-Rod that, likes to mini-sode.
2: That is one of my many monikers. Where did where did that come from? Well, the funny thing is I haven't even seen the movie. Oh, I've seen the movie Hot Rod now. Okay. I did not when I made it. And so someone told me they were like, oh, someone just said they're like, hi, my name's Rod and I like to party. And I was like, that's good. I'm going to steal that. And so, <laughs> when I finally, That's awesome. I like that. When I finally got my Instagram in like 2014. Don't say that out loud. I was a very long. I was late. Yeah, he was late. I was late to the party. I, I was late? expecting to say like 2010. I was in college.
0: I got it a week after.
2: I was in like junior year. Wow. So I was like, I need something. And I was like, I got it. D-Rod likes to party. It was perfect. <laughs> I wanted to use my original one, which is when I was an RA, and we all had to come up with nicknames for ourselves, and it was uh, d Rod. but I didn't.
0: <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, David. I didn't but think
2: that was going to be accepted by Instagram's terms. We got to keep yeah. PG
0: for the peeps out there. You know what I mean? So basically what this whole episode is going to be is us learning about David. Who is D-Rod? Who is the Rod under the D? You know what I mean? And that's what we really want to find out. And I think we're gonna really, you know, learn a lot and develop as humans together.
2: You know what I mean? So you're deep diving into me, Amen.
0: You couldn't have said it any better. So we have <laughs> we have a, a bunch of questions that Matt and I made up within 15 minutes, and I've we're seen, going to I've seen none of these. We're going to just bombard him with questions that we all want to know.
1: It may sound like an interrogation, but it's coming from a loving place. So
0: kind Dalton, of. take it away. All right, David, we'll start with question one. We'll start real simple. Uh, what's your favorite color?
2: My favorite color, yeah. I'm super basic. What is it? What do you think it is? I'm gonna guess it's blue, yeah. Spot on. Ugh. Do you know why?
0: I was gonna, my next question was, but why? <laughs> <laughs> <Is it> really? <laughs> yeah, really out of there.
2: It's 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 blue and it's gray, which I feel like is also the other basic color that guys a lot of guys give. Gray's a good color, though. Gray is a solid color, it's a solid and color. It's from the Pokemon Rampardos. Is it really? It's there's a Pokemon called Rampardos. He's a dinosaur. Uh-huh. And he's gray with this blue, like royal blue <laughs> He's skull the skull dome. Is it the water Pokemon? No. Look him up. I'll look a, him up. It,
0: it sounds like a metal type.
2: And he I mean, he's I'm sure probably like ground in metal, but he's he's just old and or he's like gen three. And I just loved that color palette, that style, and I liked him. And I was like, "That's those are my favorite colors right there. Amen. Rampardos, gray, and blue.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. That's a really cool Pokemon.
1: Huh. So does that mean that before this, you saw this Pokemon, you didn't have a favorite color?
2: I'd still say blue because I'm a Dodgers fan. Okay. I, I thought and, that's where it came from. And then also, like, when, okay, so I have a big-ass giant book on, like, Harry Potter yeah. and the films and everything like that. And so in the third movie, they talked about the costumes. And, you know, Ron's in all the red, Hermione's in like these bright, they're both in bright effervescent colors. And they put Harry in very muted colors and they gave him lots of blues and lots Mm -hmm. of grays. And they said that's for people who try not to stand out. They're just really either uncomfortable in their skin or they're just trying to bring as little attention to themselves as as they can. So does the goosebumps burn? shirt help you with that or the goosebumps shirt yeah. well that's me becoming a lot more confident and secure in myself oh, so being on. okay to so you were insecure those?
0: before the goosebumps i shirt. think
2: so or just i was still somewhat i was very obnoxious in, in like middle school You, carried that with me for the rest of my life because i was gonna say because like it's interesting
1: to see you connect to harry right and like that color template or palette and like You're like, oh, that – did you relate to that? Like, you were like, oh, that is – you saw yourself as somebody that – if that's the meaning of those colors, you should wear them because you are that person? Or was it more of if I wear these colors I and I'm as obnoxious as I am, it'll, like, kind of offset
2: it? Like, what was the – I think it was more – the relating, and then that's also the reason why the fifth book, I don't, know, I don't know why this is getting to be more Harry Potter than it is about me. Well, that's okay, because yeah.
1: that's one of my questions, so uh, keep going.
2: The fifth one was my favorite book, and I know it's a lot of people's not favorites. And I was Which like, one's that's, the fifth? Is that It's Order the one the where he's, yeah, and he's just an angry, he's angry at everyone. He's pissed off, and he's just like super angsty and stuff. And I was I was like, yeah, that's there we go. I connect to this one, which is weird because I think when you look at me on the outside, it's very... uh. Different? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so one of the questions that I had was, and I guess it could go for a book too, but it, do, is there a TV movie or book like character that you just feel like you relate to? Like, like is is there someone like that or is it kind of like a pieces of a bunch of people so
0: yes i can see yes. you i can see you Who, kind of like basing I, your styles off of them too i want to
2: hear your guyss first because i always like hearing what other people think of me i have answers i'm not gonna poach one of your answers but go for it go on, matt you asked the question. I was I was
1: sitting here thinking about it, and like I think I can see pieces of you in a lot of different characters, but there's not one that's like overwhelmingly, maybe Kramer from Seinf- Seinfeld. Really? No. <laughs> I just thought that'd be funny. It's only because sometimes you, like today- I had the hair for a while. Only because today you walked in the door and you swung it open like Kramer from Seinfeld and made me laugh. But no, because I, I was thinking about this when I was writing these questions down, and I really couldn't think. I know for a while it was like, you really felt like Ted Mosby. Yep. And Tom from 500 Days of Summer. Yep. Any other hopeless romantic
2: like at, at one that point? Was, yeah. You that know, was a big point. Yeah. In high school, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was someone that definitely like lived my life as if if I didn't live it like I was in a movie, I definitely took a lot of inspiration from it a lot. And so that did you have an answer?
0: No, I have no idea what what's going on right now just just, just like,
2: if there was a tv or character or a movie character or someone that you were just like that's yeah there David. was one
0: thing that came to my mind but i don't think I want to bring it up what is it it's the turtle from finding nemo
2: <laughs> Crush? yeah it's just because he always it, does that fucking thing with he does hand. that thing and then he says <laughs> well too. i was supposed to play crush yo that's right In, yeah. at disney remember when i was at disney i i, I got i made the auditions i got through To be crushed in like the California Adventure Mm -hmm. show. Oh, really? Yeah. I left before I got to to really get into it because I got my engineering job. Oh shit! Yeah, that's really cool. I had to do the whole thing. They had me come in. I had to do the lines from it. It's like, oh, that's uh, totally wicked. (laughs) And then they had, and then they're like, all right, keep the voice. We're gonna pretend to be eight year olds. And then they like asked questions, and you had to like answer. Them in the crush voice and, and improv and do your stuff like that.
1: That's cool. Uh, all right, bring it back. Who's the character that you feel like you relate
2: to? So uh, all the ones you said were, were, pretty, were pretty spot on. Any coming of age movie always gets me. I think that's just that's what I've connected to really well. And so the one that sticks with me and probably will stick with me forever, the most I think is from Sing Street. And I don't know if a lot of people have seen it. It's about this kid in Ireland who's in school and he's just, his parents are getting a divorce and stuff and he plays music. And so he's at the school, he starts a new school and he's got no one He's getting bullied and stuff. And he, he meets this girl that does that's like outside of the school all the time. And he's like, well, who are you? And she's like, I'm a model. He's like, oh, you should be in this music video for my band. She's like, oh yeah, sing for me. So he sings a little something. She's like, all right, maybe I'll be there. And then he goes back to the one friend he's made. He's like, we got to start a band.
3: So
2: so then it's him learning about music and it's on the eighties and stuff. And what got me is that every time his older brother would show him new music, he would listen to the music, look at the image of the band and then completely reinvent himself based on that band's Mm, look and stuff like that. And I was like, that's where I was like, I was dressing like Tom from that. You know, I was, I was acting like Ted and all this stuff. The other one is a deep cut. And that one, this one, I was like, whoa. Because I really didn't expect it. There's a TV show called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's like a CW show. It was for four seasons. It's a musical TV show. There's this character on it. And it's about a girl who goes and follows this guy that she was in love with. She is a lawyer. She gets a job at a law firm. And the owner of the law firm, like the partner... Is this guy who just, you know, she's coming from New York, so she's this crazy big lawyer. And they're just, I mean, they're from West Covina, which is why I started watching it. But (laughs) we're portrayed as very average or sub-average suburban America. Uh So he's uh this guy, and he's very clearly white, but he's like 116th Navajo. Okay. So his entire he's- office is decked out in Native <laughs> American stuff. I, 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 he like really wants to be everyone's friend at the office and stuff. And I, I found him annoying for a lot of it. And then he gets really fleshed out throughout the show. And then at some point during the fourth season, they have this whole arc where they really address it because he gets stuck on a, on a road trip with the main girl. And he's like, I just, when I really want to be there for people, I know I can be too much a lot of the times. But I just, I love it so much. And I want you guys, I want it to work and I want it to be happy. And I was like, wow, is that why I didn't like him so much? And just, you watch it and you're like, I don't do it. Just get off screen. Just, I don't want to yeah. see you." And so it's a thing where like, I can't really tell people like, hey, that's who I connect with more. Cause a lot of people have never seen it. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's just someone that, and I get this from my dad, but just get so enthusiastic about mm-hmm. other people wanting to see them succeed that like you go, above and beyond oh, above and beyond to the point of almost too much. Yeah,
1: it gets to a point where it's like cuz I I'm similar and it's kind of to this point where it's like you almost care more than the person. Yeah. You know?
2: Or and, or or you're just like keep on.
1: you know like you, you care more than the person. So then it gets to a point where it's like well, okay, why like you feel annoying. Because you keep yeah. bringing it like up, pushing you know? it, yeah. but
0: like you're legitimately you just curious, genuinely you, care so you much, you want to, you want them to, like yeah, push forward, yeah, to, the, you sense. know, and,
2: and I think there's a perfect example of that, and it, it works out because we're doing this, but like, Dalton came up with one of the ideas for one of a, a mini episode that that we're gonna do soon, and he was like, oh, this is a subject, and I was like, cool, I'm gonna research it, and I was just looking for a couple things, I ended up with like three and a half pages on a Google Doc. <laughs> And I asked him, like, hey, what have you done so far? He's like, oh, I didn't do anything yet. Hadn't had, I had like, time. But it, that's where it works to the benefit of the podcast.
0: Yeah, you know, so. definitely does. But so, uh, so
1: you brought something up when you were talking about that, where you brought up your time at Disney and how you were going to be Crush. And we all know from your absences on this podcast that you're an actor. I am an actor. An and, actor. But, and I actually don't know the answer to this question. When did you start acting? Was it something like? Was it like a Christmas play at church? Or was it just and nice you were just like school? destined to be it, or was it like the origin story? Like you saw Spider Man, like Tobey Maguire, and you yeah. were like, "I can be him."
2: So I put this in all of my little bios that we need. Oh fuck! I still got to turn in my bio. They're probably pissed <laughs> at me. I'm also really bad at it. When I was I was born at the end of November, and so my mom, you know, went to church. She had me. Don't know why I was there. I was probably screaming. And it's middle of December, and. Someone just walks up to her and goes, "Hey, can we use your baby? He's very quiet." And she was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're doing the teen, the teen youth is doing the nativity story, and we need you a were baby Jesus. We need a baby Jesus." <laughs> she was that like,
0: "Makes so much sense now."
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I got that's where I put in there as like I started acting at the ripe age of three weeks old, as baby Jesus. <laughs> But um, I would my first thought is always that I started acting in eighth grade just because I had a lot of friends that were in the shows. And I was like, that looks like a lot of fun. I want to try it. But when I think back to it, our elementary school had, did you have the people that would come to your class like once every two weeks and one would teach art and one would teach mu- like music or teach drama or stuff? I, wow. act-
1: I actually me and Stephanie Fugit saved their jobs. Yeah. That's another story for another time. But
2: yes. So we had that. One of them was drama. And so like in third or fourth grade, I think this was fifth grade. The drama teacher was like, all right, we're going to have a monologue contest and everyone's going to pick a monologue from like three or four. You're going to do the audition in front of the whole class. And then we're going to pick three or four boys and girls. And you're going to get to do it in front of the entire school. That's terrifying. As a, and it's part of an assembly. And so I picked this monologue where I was some alien that crashed my parents' car and got home. And they were showing up. So I had to, like, explain what happened to the car. And I just, like, went whole hog. Like, I brought in keys. I was adding bits. I was doing all this stuff. And I ended up getting <laughs> to do be one of the people in front of the entire assembly. And uh, and that's why I wanted you here. I don't know if you remember that. or I not. I do
3: remember that.
2: And and I like threw my keys at some poor kid behind me, because I I like I pretended to hear them get home. I was like, oh shoot, what do I hold these? And I just chucked them at their face as I started the monologue. But um, yeah, I don't know if you remember that. What you what you remember what you remember from it?
3: I think her name was Miss Schaefer. Two ladies. Yeah, one art, one drama. Sorry, I just walked in. But yeah, I do remember that. And I do having to recite the monologue it was so scary and I hated every second of it, but it was really fun.
2: Do you know what monologue you did?
3: I believe I was a child who had just lost their cat or something like that. I was sad and I had to cry. That's Lots. all I remember.
2: Lost. Like they ran away.
3: I don't remember. Oh, God. I remember just she told me to sit in a chair and act distraught and almost pretend to cry oh my over goodness. it yeah i wonder if i still have that paper somewhere because my mom keeps everything i
2: bet you do she
3: probably does
2: oh well thank you
1: but yeah so that's, that's really cool so that was your first like that your first memory of you actually you know solidifying a role and then you know be like taking it and running with it
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and go yeah so from there then you go into middle school and i know that royal oak had a really really good drama department And so that kind of just like,
2: did it fuel your fire? Is that kind of when you remember like the passion for this starting to take off? I think once I started doing it and I started, it was just like when I started playing water polo Mm. and like, it's just, you realize you're good at it because people tell you you're good at it and you're like, Oh, okay. But I just same, same with water polo. I genuinely enjoyed coming up with these ideas and that's, it was the same way where I was doing that stuff. It was an audition for mr toad's wild adventure something shout mm-hmm. out annalise who played badger, badger. Uh, she played the boy role yeah <laughs> but probably every, killed it everyone's doing their audition you know we're doing it in front of everyone and i was like all right we're pretending to look at someone and and they're talking about food to us and everyone's kind of doing it the same i was like what can i do so i just started like getting turned on by all the food in this picnic basket <laughs> to the point where I like fainted and dropped. Mm-hmm. And, and then everyone started copying me. But at that point I had like, she was like, no, you had, you it had that solidified point. it. At and that just, point. it was fun to think of that kind of stuff. And then from there it grew into just, there's a, there's a happy explanation and there's a not happy explanation. And I always, I feel really bad this whole episode. I feel like it's half of a downer and then half of an upper where I'm like, one is I get to not be me when i do these roles i get to be someone else and i get to just it's like a bit of escapism and then the other one is and the reason i like playing assholes so much which is why everyone's always like why are you being such why are you always playing dicks i'm like i never you never get to do that acceptably yeah Mm -hmm. in real life Mm -hmm. so like let's do this where i get the chance to just really go i I think that like
1: you had brought something up Uh, you told me at one point you were like I like to read, write, and act because I only get one lifetime. But in this one lifetime, I can play a
2: thousand different roles. Yes. That's probably and, when I was talking about the tattoo. Yeah. And it's, it's like a unique,
1: like that was a unique perspective for me to see where it's like, you know, we do, we only get this one life and we get to become the people that we become through the experiences that we have. But regardless of who you are or what you're doing, when you're acting or you're writing a book, you get to full-heartedly fulfill that role you know and begin to experience that in a different way and I remember you telling me that and it stuck out to me yeah are there any are there any dream roles like is
2: there a a role of a play that you just always wanted to do there's a show called the funny thing happened on the way to the forum it's a big farce which is running around big overacting broad you know but really really funny the main character in that is a slave who wants to be free and so he's got to get his master to fall in love with the girl. And, you know, those have such convoluted plots. But I, we got to do it in high school. And it was that role just was such like a meaty thing. Otherwise, there's a Shakespeare role that, that I'd be super into called Benedict from Much Ado About Nothing. Okay, Benedict. Benedict. No, and it's spelled like dick. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Good for you. I think your acting career has always been something that me and Matthew have always been proud of. I think we like to talk about it, and I know I say a lot of times I don't always enjoy going to your shows because they sing too much, but I still go because <laughs> I love you. So you know, just know that.
2: Well, it's good because you're my barometer now. Yeah. Like knowing who to and in- who to tell about it. You know. I mean, always tell me about it. I do, but I'm, I'm always like, is this a show Dalton's gonna enjoy, or is this a show he's gonna support? I'll support. I know you'll always support.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I love your parts. It's just everybody else's. I'm just like, be quiet. Give me more David. Thank you. Well, uh-huh. that
2: this next one.
0: I know. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it for sure. So getting moving off the acting trail sure. a little bit. We're gonna ask some fun questions just for a second. Matt. Hell
2: yeah. Let's let's get jokey. Just,
0: so I know we have you're a big Disney fan, you love Disney. Uh
2: huh. Well, okay, hold on. We've had this conversation before. And I don't think you called me a Disney adult right now, but I just want to make the distinction. Just like, I I don't consider myself a Disney adult.
0: It's perfectly fine if you are, man. I have a ton of info
2: about it, but like, I don't. And I've had this argument with Rachel too, because she was like, she was like, would you, you know, (laughs) not argument, but I I like had to make myself clear. She was like, oh, I can't wait till we can go and we can both get matching ears and stuff like that and walk around. And I was like, I'm sorry, I, I will buy the ears. I will never walk around with the ears. I will never wear the ears. Like, I. I cannot do. that. I get it. I don't. I
0: don't want to be that person either. I wouldn't wear the ears. And like,
2: like I, I talk about it when it. <laughs> I talk about it when it comes up. I live. I live with Disney. I don't live Disney. I guess if that makes does that sense. Because then yeah. the other one that's also the same is something that I forgot, but go ahead and ask a question. I'll I'll say if it comes back up.
0: Yeah, so I have two of them. First of all, what do you think about Black Cauldron? Did you like the movie? Did you not like it? I loved it, but it's actually hated by a lot of people. Is it really?
2: I have a memory of watching it a while ago, like when I was young, and not liking it.
0: Okay, I see. But I
2: think it was just because I was young and it was dark and it wasn't the normal Disney that you're used to. Oh, I haven't I given it a shot since. Really? I didn't know people didn't like that movie.
0: Yeah, people didn't like that movie. Really? Yeah, we were just we were dark kids.
2: You think it's called The Black Cauldron. That gives one sense. It's a very dark color palette. Poly- Even though it's the story of King Arthur. It's I had no gritty. idea it was the story of King yeah, Arthur. A lot of it.
0: green. A lot of purple. A lot of green and blacks. Blacks. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. And my second question is, there's a movie. I can't remember what it's called, but it has seven dwarfs in it. Snow White. Snow White. Which dwarf are you? And Did you y? really
2: not know that it was Snow White? No. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. Sorry. What dwarf am I?
0: Yeah. And why? Make it a good one.
2: Well, let's see. What are the What are the seven dwarves? Happy. Happy. Doc. Grumpy. Grumpy. Bashful. Saddy. Sleepy. Sleepy. That's what I meant. Huh? Dopey, and Mo. Can't be Mo.
0: Grumpy's already taken. He said that.
2: Honestly, probably sleepy, and that's just because there is two different jobs that I've gotten made fun of for falling asleep. One, one I almost lost it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, because I was like in a big meeting. It was my internship when I was interning, and I was at uh, this big meeting with the with the office manager, and we're all sitting. There is like ten of us, and it's just early. I don't know why. Maybe I was up too late or something. So I am just sitting there. And I'm just, like, falling asleep. I think they mentioned it, but then we, like, walked out, and my supervisor, my boss, turned to me. He was like, like, hey, man, anyone else? We probably would have fired you for that. I was like, (laughs) sorry. He was like, no, it's okay. But then from then on, I was sleepy. That's what they would was, call you. They would call me sleepy or they would call me Tinkerbell because my keys had Peter Pan on. It. <laughs> and then at this job I've just we start at seven o'clock in the morning and I've gotten better at it now, but there's some times where if I don't have my alarm set, I'll wake up at like seven ten. And so I just it's happened like three or four times, but I buy donuts and then it's fine.
0: How can you don't set up your alarm when
2: I do, but sometimes you know, sometimes you can stop it for the day and sometimes I go in and like turn it off. And I forget to turn it back on before the next before the next morning. Wow! See, the key is to have Rachel set an
1: alarm because she will get up and wake, make sure you get up.
0: No, she won't. She sleeps in.
1: No, no, no. If her alarm goes off, she'll want to go back to sleep. She'll make sure David gets up. You'll have to hear about it later, but
0: she'll make sure. I do that with most. That's true. That's smart. That is smart. That's a very reliable plan. And, and
1: you won't want to have to have that conversation later. So I promise you, you'll get up.
0: And you got to hide her phone from her, so all the rustling. What
2: was That's your what was your second question? I think I answered it, but I yeah, forgot what the was. Yes, you. What
0: what uh, what of the seven dwarves? He oh yeah,
2: what seven dwarves? Yeah, sleepy. So sleepy. That's a good one. That's a good one. What I are like you?
0: Dopey, probably. You're dopey. I guess so. I don't know what else I'd be.
2: Dopey or bashful.
0: I, I prefer bashful.
2: <sighs> but he's like in a group setting. He's too. He's dopey. He's yeah.
0: In a group setting, I'm
2: totally different. You're not different. consistently bashful. No. Yeah, that's the difference. No, I appreciate things sometimes. And you said Matt's grumpy. Matt's grumpy.
0: Apparently, only because we got him the mug. That's I have a grumpy a mug. mug, and it just it's it's so him. It really is. <laughs> you reckon you 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 yeah, you're cool with I, that right? I, of course, man. All right, Matt, go ahead and uh, interrogate him. <laughs> okay. I got a question after.
1: Oh, why don't you just ask your question? No,
0: we got to switch off. We're going
2: back and forth. This oh. is a teamwork thing. Understood. I mean, so Can I just say this, that this whole time, I've been thinking that you're smoking out of a Nerf bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I, no one can see it, but Dalton's like, whatever his pen is, it's like this bright-ass <laughs> green. It's got a, a dark purple end, and it looks like one of the big Nerf gun bullets.
0: <laughs> it could be, man. We probably shoot it out of one.
2: We Matt. should try it. So you're an actor,
1: but you also are an engineer and you brought that up a couple of times. Yes. So when did when did that start? I think that's a cool story.
2: That's a couple different stories too. Which one are you referring to? I'm referring to middle school. Which which one middle school? There's two. When of them.
1: when you were a fucking 10, 11, 12 year old that decided that got permission to build a roller coaster.
2: Okay, so okay, so there's three. I was in a program called Odyssey. Monique was in that as well. And before that, so the story I usually tell is that when we went to Disneyland a lot, we were fortunate to have passes when they weren't crazy expensive. And I went on Indiana Jones. And there's two rides. Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye is the main one, I say. But also one year, we went to Universal Studios and we went on the tour, the tram tour. And you go through and you see King Kong and you go over the bridge, you go into the subway that like blows up. And getting off both of those rides, I was like... I want to do that. I want to make, cause you like, you know that they're resetting. So you know how, you know that it's not like happening once and then continually going on. I was like, I want to do that. I want to make sure, see how that happens. And then learning more about movies and seeing all the practical special effects on that. I wanted to do that too. So that was part of it when I was like 10 or 11. But in middle school, we were in this program that was very big on like learning virtues and, just I guess experiences because sixth grade we did the, this archaeological dig. Archaeological which we, dig. We all got assigned <laughs> an ancient civilization. <laughs> yeah, we went into this big trench. We made each team got assigned a civilization. We made artifacts for that. We buried them, and then we would go to someone else's site and have to dig up the artifacts that they buried. No, oh, that's cool. And we'd have to like do it like as if we were real archaeologists without breaking it and stuff. It was so fun. Seventh grade was the Rube Goldberg. So if you don't know Rube Goldberg, that's like the guy, the the really intricate, complex. Okay, Go does a lot of them machines that all are they're needlessly convoluted to uh, do one simple task. But in eighth grade, we built a roller coaster. Yeah, and Monique so, was
1: mid log. I don't know what that means. She but- was
2: mid. Tell her. <laughs>
0: He, did it, he, bugged, he bugged, did it again. He fucking did it again. Why? Why would you say that?
2: What did he say? What? What did, did, did he say mid-log? Yeah. <laughs> Mo, you want to come tell us what you actually were? I thought, no, you understand why like, no, I know what you're, know you're saying. What <laughs> midlog <laughs> Do you need any, anybody Do you need any more information?
0: Uh, Okay, so Matthew thought that was the team name for the thing, not that Monique was midlog shitting. <laughs> That's what we thought Matthew meant. <laughs> Matthew assumed but that what, Monique's what, team name was a midlog. What
2: part was the midlog? Of the co- so we did get split up into groups and each group was like four or five people mm-hmm. and they got assigned a section of the coaster to build. So what was the mid log section? <laughs> Please explain quickly. I was the loop. You were the loop. Why is that called mid log? <laughs> no. Why? What? Where did, did that? Come did he from? just make that up? <laughs> no. Anyway. My section was like super, super high. I was, yeah. I was the first climb and then the turn. I was the turn. And so this is where I really got to flex my engineering. My dad had this like software that was basically AutoCAD. So I was able to calculate the turn that we needed, to calculate the height, calculate where each support was supposed to be. I was really going hard i made blueprints and everything they took one look and they're like yeah we're gonna eyeball this so none of it mattered but i was like i really enjoyed doing that the
0: process the of process of it.
2: doing that and so yeah that was really cool that ended up working out with the acting because i got asked to host it
3: i have pictures of you hosting with sarah blunt yeah, with yeah. sarah
2: blunt. yeah uh-huh. how was
0: how was it working on the loop mo Was that different? Was it harder?
3: Everyone thought we were going to fail because we're junior hires building a roller coaster in the gym. And you think, oh, you know, junior hires building like a little ride. You think it kind of just like goes in a circle. Like This thing was
0: massive. I I saw pictures. You think it's
2: going to be like the. No, it was a legit coaster. The little like carnival ones. No. So
3: what we did was, I don't know how they bent plywood to kind of make a perfect circle. Hmm. So they made a perfect circle, and then we took the two bottoms and separated them. Because if you had a perfect circle, how was the cart going to enter and exit, right? Yeah. So you need an entry point and an exit point. So David, David's group shot us down into our loop. So actually, we it, it also was like a team building experience because... His part of the roller coaster connected with our part, and neither one of our pieces could work without the other. Mm-hmm. So it was actually way easier than we thought it was going to be. I feel like David's was more difficult because they planned it on the floor, but then they had to take it up thirty feet into the air.
2: That's how big the the roller coaster was. With it was lifts. thirty feet high. Wow. Yeah, with scissor lifts yeah. that none of us. Oh well, no, we were we weren't supposed to be on them, but
3: we were like thirteen. Y- 12 yeah Jesus christ i think we would start junior high at 11 11 mm-hmm. 12 13 14 in that area yeah and they just let us on these scissor lifts just driving them around that's whatever. how i cut
2: open my thumb the yeah, year before he
3: almost sawed his finger off
2: thanks to my cousin
3: i remember that
2: this is amazing you guys did a lot yeah
0: why didn't why really didn't we ever cool. do that matt this was at royal oak this was at yeah. royal oak you guys oh went to, i like, went to royal oak you went to lone hill Matthew oh yeah, went to went to lone to hill. hill. i went to royal oak yeah, I never got invited your to
3: Your grade, I think, was the last group of people cycled, And then they cancelled it. And then they canceled it. Oh. They got rid they, of it.
0: They had us I probably wouldn't have done it anyways, we, we but it sounds really cool.
2: We went and they were like, I don't I don't think we're gonna get any better than this group. So let's just let's just I get let's it. kill it here. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But yeah, your loop worked. And then yeah. we did a corkscrew. And you think of a corkscrew and you think of a twist, yeah. like a straight line twisting. And our idea of a corkscrew was just a double loop. Yeah and so, so you it, did two loops. so yeah, so there so was one three, side. Technically. One side that did a loop and then the other side did a double loop. and it never made the double loop. but it always made the loop.
3: It was much easier than you think. We bent plywood and then this plywood was maybe like four by seven pieces that we bent into a big circle. And then we got two by fours and cut them down to size and screwed them into the plywood and hmm. then got more plywood. So we made a sandwich.
2: Oh, interesting.
3: Yeah, it worked.
2: Wow. And these pictures we can probably post. Them. Yeah. I think there's yeah, probably I pictures could, of you I could too there. send
3: you some. I'd have to go back home and get them though.
2: I need pictures of both of us then.
3: I definitely have pictures of us in seventh grade during the Rube Goldberg one. Good. I know I do. Good. I remember.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, awesome well good for you man thanks that's really fucking cool so that's where you kind of like started really finding the interest in it i feel like that was like the
2: the peak yeah, of it that's, is like oh that's where, shit that's where i was able to look into it and then i wanted to make roller coasters but then at some point i learned what imagineers are and i was like cool i have a i have a career path now and that literally kept me going through high school and college all the way to and that's why you started working at disney right Hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. you worked at disney, disney for a long time you were a lifeguard I
2: was a lifeguard.
0: You didn't do anything else, right?
2: I moved over to start doing Crush. Oh, okay. That was a
0: transition. Yeah, before I left.
2: Got it. For all you people listening, good luck. Tell me if you know where I was a lifeguard for. Everyone has a different answer. I I think they're all great.
0: Oh, wasn't I supposed to answer it correctly? No. Oh, shit.
2: Go for it, I thought you were asking me the question. Yeah, my question
0: is, is, is... it's fairly simple. And this is the nail biter.
2: I do buy my nails. I know. But this oh, okay. is this
0: is what really pisses me off and me, and Matthew, both actually, and Mo probably. Oh, okay. Why don't you like Skyrim and why haven't you played it? Why haven't I played Skyrim?
2: So first person games are sort of sort of a It's not uh,
0: first person, it's third.
2: It can be first person. You have the choice. That's that's been told. First person games just aren't, aren't
0: It's not first person totally it's
2: my jam. And for a long for the longest time, because I grew up on Harry Potter and because I was a child, I had some kind of like team mentality. So when Harry Potter came out, Lord of the Rings was also really big. So I was like, "It's one of the other, dude. You can't be both." So I picked <laughs> team Harry Potter, fuck and I was you, like, man. "Fuck Lord of the Rings, fuck, fuck
0: you, and Harry so Potter." So I
2: never watched any of the Lord of the Rings. I grew to be Harry Potter was modern enough fantasy
0: mm-hmm.
2: that I grew this dislike of medieval fantasy. High fantasy. Interesting. So I just didn't like any of it. Didn't watch any of it. Didn't read Aragon. Didn't read Lord of the Rings. Didn't watch Lord of the Rings. Didn't watch any of that stuff that was like, no interest in it. None of that sword and sorcery stuff. It it. really wasn't until Game of Thrones came out that I like eased back. Probably like the perfect
0: combination of both.
2: And so I did watch Game of Thrones and then hearing you guys talk about, you and Rachel talk about The Witcher. Ugh, The Witcher. That was also the other thing is that Skyrim was a Big ass open world game. And I've never been good with open world games. They intimidate me because there's so much to do and I would never finish. Mm. So once I played the Witcher and realized it could be done, I was like, all right. So I, I, I'm i intrigued by Skyrim. I'd like to try it, but I know it'd be a time sink. Oh, very yeah. much. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't dislike it.
0: I just feel like you should have played it more. I feel like you never gave it a shot. There's
2: a lot of things I should have played. Should have played more.
0: Even the Fallout series, I'm always surprised you haven't played any Fallout. That too.
2: I technically haven't even even finished the Mass Effect series. Wow. And I showed you Mass Effect.
0: Yeah, you did show me Mass Effect. I beat that game in like a week.
2: I would hope. I I did sleep. I would hope you beat all of it because you still haven't given me my game back. I gave it back to you, David.
0: You got it back like the the year after I finished it. I swear I did.
2: All
1: right. One last question. If you could go back to your five, six, seven-year-old self. Yeah. Give him one piece of advice. What would you give? What piece of advice would you give?
2: If I had to give five year old me a piece of advice that wasn't invest in Amazon or yeah. crypto yeah. or any of that, I'd probably, I probably go up to him. I don't know. I'd freak out because I'd be like,
0: the kid would be like, "Who the fuck is I'd, this guy?"
2: Honest, I'd probably go up and I go, "Think fast." and i pointed his chest so he looks down and then i sw- i hate you so much swipe him up in his nose I hate you so and much. then i just run away maybe like
0: cuz i know i life. know
2: i would never forget about the guy who looked a lot like me that <laughs> came up swat my nose and then t- ran away like ran so you're, away you're, sprinted away you're telling me
1: that if you had the opportunity to go back in time to tell your 5 year old self one piece of advice knowing how much Everything that five year old David has gone through to get where you are today. Yeah. You would take that opportunity to flick young David in the nose and run away.
2: Yeah, because I wouldn't believe myself. If I genuinely try to convince myself, yeah, like you're of like random anything, guy giving information, okay. I would not believe myself. And also, like, I'm pretty chill with where I am. What
0: a great
1: answer!
2: It doesn't
0: have to be like to change anything; okay. it just be advice. Satisfy, satisfy Matthew's answer. What is what does Matthew? I want just
1: want me? an answer that's not. I'm gonna go flick my younger okay, self. Okay, but in that's the nose. funny,
0: dude. That's a David answer. <laughs> okay, David. Okay, if now I, if think I about to, it. If I had to give myself
2: a piece of advice shit probably look at that, you finally you got the one thing that that got me to now sit and get stumped so we can have dead air it's okay you can cut it <laughs> <laughs> and it probably just i'm trying to find a way to say it because i know the concept i want to get across of just knowing that the people that And honestly, it'd be kind of lame because it's it's essentially it's I'm finding my way to Seuss's quote of just the people that matter won't mind and the people that mind don't matter. Like you're going to surround yourself with a lot of people and really take care of the ones that show just as much that stick that one stick around and show as much as you as much in you as you do to them. Okay, pretty much say it. To the five year old. Hey. Hey.
3: Hey.
2: <laughs> hey. Dude. Are you, you, Who are you? My five-year-old? <laughs> Who is this man?
1: <laughs> Don't flick my nose Don't flick again. My nose.
2: <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <clears throat> I had this whole big thing I was going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you to grow out your facial hair. <laughs> Clean shaven the whole time, forever.
0: But mustaches look so cool. <laughs>
1: Not on you, kid. <laughs>
0: Not <laughs> on, on you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. That's, I like that, though.
1: Yeah, that's good. It makes sense. That's good. All right, you made it this far into our mini so Thank you so much for sticking around. Go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and a review wherever you listen to this. I hope you enjoyed getting a little deeper look into uh, – A little lick on David. Me, too. Deeper look into Cheese Man himself. <laughs> the man, the myth, and the legend.
0: D-Rod likes to party.
1: So, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. Until next week, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.